Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Or one of five early voting sites or any one of the 405 polling places on election day. You'll find other voting information at spcountyelections.com. KCAA reminds you to vote and remember to first-class stamps. You're listening to KCAA, Loma Linda, California. The best station in the nation. I'm Tom Busby, CNBC Radio. Stocks soared higher today, a broad-based rally led by big gains in healthcare and financial shares after the FBI cleared Hillary Clinton of any new charges in its probe of her State Department emails. The Dow today up 371 points, the Nasdaq up 120, making up for a lot of declines after nine straight days of losses on Wall Street. Oil was higher, too, up 82 cents a barrel following six days in a row of declines. Auto loans and new student debt boosting overall consumer borrowing in September by another $20 billion, now to a staggering total of $3.7 trillion in outstanding debt. That doesn't even include mortgage loans. And Tesla now pulling the plug on unlimited free charging of its electric cars at its so-called supercharging stations. As of the new year, new Tesla owners will only get 1,000 free hours of charging per year. Then it's all out of pocket. Tom Busby, CNBC. Howdy, folks. Colonel Sanders here to tell you about KFC's new $10 chicken share. Surely the expert marketing name gave you all the information you need. It's a bucket for two people to share for $10. So I call it a $10 chicken share. It's available at KFC as nine extra crispy tenders, six pieces of original recipe, 12 hot wings, or a bunch of popcorn nuggets. So get someone else and do like the name says. $10 chicken share. KFC, it's finger-licking good. Limited time offered participating KFCs. Prices may vary. Taxes, substitutions, extra. Hot wings not available at all locations. When you need to keep a business running, or a school, or a bakery, or an HVAC shop, or an auto body garage, a cleaning service, a locksmith, a contractor, a property management company, a restaurant, a grocery store, a dry cleaner, a hotel, a moving company, a hospital, or pretty much anything, you want Granger. Granger has the products and solutions to help a growing business succeed. Whatever you need, whenever you need it. Granger's got your back. Call, clickgranger.com or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. NBC News Radio. I'm Tom Roberts. Democrat Hillary Clinton is trying to nail down Michigan. In Grand Rapids, Clinton said the presidential election is offering a clear choice. This election is basically between division and unity in our country. 
Michigan is considered a blue state, but Republican Donald Trump thinks he can flip it. Trump is calling on voters to reject a corrupt political class in America. Our failed political establishment has delivered nothing but poverty, nothing but problems, nothing but losses. In North Carolina, Trump said the political elite has bled the U.S. dry. Two polls released on election eve give Hillary Clinton a slight edge over Donald Trump. The NBC News survey monkey poll out today gives Clinton a 47 to 41 percent lead. It was the same margin Clinton held over Trump last week. A new CBS News poll puts Clinton ahead by 45 to 41 percent. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. The FBI director says the Bureau isn't changing its conclusions that Hillary Clinton did not commit a crime when she used a private email server as Secretary of State. Clinton campaign spokeswoman Christina Shockey says the campaign was relieved by a letter sent by James Comey to Congress. We were always perplexed why he made the decision 11 days out from an election to release a letter like that when he hadn't even reviewed the information yet. And he's been widely criticized by Republicans and Democrats for breaking protocol with the FBI. Comey wrote that FBI agents examined thousands of newly discovered emails and found no reason to change their opinion. Attorney General Loretta Lynch says Janet Reno was an inspiration who will be missed. The first woman to serve as Attorney General died at 78 at her Miami home from complications of Parkinson's disease. Washington, D.C. is already preparing for Inauguration Day before the country's next president has been decided. The Washington Post reports a chain-link fence was erected outside the White House last week. That's the first step in the construction of the reviewing stand for the inaugural parade. Tom Roberts, NBC News Radio. From the KCAA Weather Center, I'm Tom Ladd. For this afternoon, it'll be sunny. Expect a high near 84. Clear tonight with low near 60. Sunny Tuesday, expect a high of 88. Mostly clear Tuesday night with low near 60 degrees. It'll be sunny Wednesday, high of 89. Clear Wednesday night with low near 59. Mostly sunny Thursday, high of 86. And Thursday night clear, expect a low of 58. That's your weather forecast for this hour from KCAA 106.5 FM and 1050 AM. The stations that leave no listener behind. You know, my suggestion to James Comey, you better get a dog. You- KCAA now presents Crossroads, a program in the public interest, bringing you the issues you need to hear about here in our community. Now here's your host, Mark Westwood. KCAA, 10.50 a.m., 106.5 FM. And as of about 40 minutes ago, the trifecta of talk radio, 102.3 FM, is on the air and live. Yay! Yes. Turn your mic on. That's the way radio professionals do it. We turn our microphones on. Well, I thought if I talked loud enough. I was just wondering if you ever used to work for the the, uh, WWE. <laughs> You've got that sort of the ladies and gentlemen. Uh, no, I never worked for the WWE, but okay. yeah, I, I, that's my bi- greatest uh, impression of them. But uh, we are so happy here at KCAA. Half about 40 minutes ago, we've been working all weekend long. You might have heard some weird noises around there at 102.3 with tones and boop boop and boop boop boop. We're on the air, ladies and gentlemen. Contacting mm-hmm. the aliens. We're on the air because we care. No, we are contacting you, and uh, now. We own Riverside County. Let me tell you, it is all over Riverside, all wow. over, all over down there in Corona and down in Paris and Temecula, wow. Marietta, Marietta. And, of course, 106.5 is all over Ukaipa, Redlands, wow. Loma Linda, San Bernardino. And San Bernardino can also listen to 102.3 as well. Yes. And, and all the way out probably to Fontana, you can hear 102.3. It is the grandbaby 
of of the radio stations. It is the big one. And of course, 10:50 a.m. covers everywhere from you know down in Orange County all the way up to Barstow. It's a.m. It covers a lot. It no. covers a lot. But you know, FM doesn't cover so much <clears throat> in general. So now we have this trifecta, three radio three stations. stations. So when you're hearing my voice right now, you could tune to 10:50 a.m. You can tune to 106.5 FM, and you can tune to 102.3, and you'll hear us. And and you can watch the podcasts. Yes. Oh, yes. Podcasts, uh, kcaaradio.com. <laughs> you can not only see us, you can hear us, as long as I <laughs> plug the microphone in. So, so and there's and a lot of coverage that this station actually. Yeah. Right. Impressive. You, you can run, but you can't hide. And just in time for the elections. We're so happy about that. That's what this is all about. So, <clears throat> Brandon, Q. <cue. laughs> and now, ladies and gentlemen, we begin our election night coverage. That's right. 30 hours early here. You, you, you're amped for this, aren't <laughs> yeah, you? I am. I'm amped for this. It is 30 hours away. Now you're saying, well... It's only 24 hours away. No, 30 hours away is when I predict about 8.15. You keep the music going, Brandon. I love that music. <laughs> about that time is when we are going to start getting the results. Okay. Now, I don't know. Maybe they'll predict it earlier. That just happens to be how it might go. Um, uh, the national races, but we'll get the results of the local races, which are very, very important. And today we were scheduled to have Mike Morrell on. Senator Morrell couldn't guy. quite make it. We're going to talk about him anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you don't come on my radio show, we still talk about you. And then, of course, at 3.30, we're delighted and honored to have live Assemblywoman Cheryl Brown. Ooh. Yes, she yep. will be on the phone with us, but she's busy. All the campaign candidates, it's the last minute. Last minute, uh, you know, nervousness. The whole nation is nervous. Yeah, I'm everyone's nervous. nervous. Everyone's I couldn't sleep nervous. last night. I just saw Cheryl and a lot of other local politicians okay, at, at the, the airport music. transfer. <laughs> Uh, just last week, where Ontario became part of the Inland Empire and no longer part of Lawa. That's right. Momentous things are happening. We're going in on fact, the air, and Ontario got its own airport. Yeah. That, that My, Cheryl was over in that section. Mike Morell was literally on the, the chair behind me. Oh, yeah. Well, good. And, you know, <clears throat> Mike Morell is running for the 23rd Senate District mm -hmm. against, and I'm not telling you who to vote for, and I can't make an endorsement of Mike Morell because, you know, disclaimer here, I am vice chair of the California Democratic Party. And, yes, uh, in the primary, you might have seen my name opposite of Mike Morell yes. running against him. He beat you. Well, yeah. So he shall did. we say. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I was really running against the Democratic, uh, <clears throat> alleged Democratic candidate that has a name that sounds like a clown that sells hamburgers <laughs> named Ronald O'Donnell. Ronald has a D by his name, but that's about where it ends. I'm glad you explained that because yeah. it could have been the jack-in-the-box hamburger yeah. clown. <laughs> in, in May of 2016, we all had our interviews with the Press Enterprise for endorsements. And, by the way, I got all the endorsements for the Democratic side, the Democratic yes. Party of Labor, everything. Everybody's expecting me to, but I, I guess it didn't work with me. But, uh, anyway, I only had about 70 days to, to get in the race, and I only had a short bit of time to do anything. and just just wasn't in the cards. He had run in 2014 in the special election. His daughter had run with the same name, uh, O'Donnell, prior to that. And so there was some recognition. name recognition going on there that I, I, I just couldn't defeat. But, you know, that's where it stops. In May of 2016, in the press enterprise, he said, well, he was a Bernie supporter. And he said... Well, if Bernie doesn't win, I'm, I'm not voting for Hillary. She should be in jail. I'm going to vote for Donald Trump. Well, you know how that went over like a, a, a lead balloon with Democrats. Right, right, right. Mm. And, uh, uh, but, you know, 
other than that, he's just a crazy man. I'll be honest with you. You can sue me if you want. That's my opinion of you, sir. You're crazy. Every room you walk into, you start a fight, and it's not a good fight like you're fighting for rights. It's all about Ronald O'Donnell. It's a dust cloud. It's like you see it off in the horizon, and it means nothing to anyone, but you're causing problems. And, you know, when you show up into a room, the San Diego County Sheriff gets called. It's just, you know... I can't stress enough that if you are a, a Latino especially and you're going to get out there and you're going to vote for Hillary to put up that wall of Latino votes against Hillary Clinton, that you do not just, you know, go down the ballot and mark other Democrats. Because that's – I with only that exception, I will say, go ahead and mark straight Democrat. But with that exception – I'm not telling you how to vote, but let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, I was the opposition, and I did not vote for Ronald J. O'Donnell, and I'm not telling you I voted for Mike Morrell, but I did vote in the race. Just so there we're you clear, you weren't talking about Mike Morrell in that rant. No. Good. No. Okay. no you know. <laughs> I like Mike. Well, he's actually a pretty good guy. Mike um, gave me an award earlier this year for uh, his uh, Patriots of the Past, Present, and Future. He's been a state assemblyman. He's uh, represented the 40th district in the state assembly mm-hmm. for a number of years. Uh, he is the current incumbent. He's been a small business owner for over 25 years. Uh, you know, he's a member of the Building Industry Association, board of the Rancho Cucamonga YMCA. Uh, I'm giving his creds here. Advisory board for Gary Anderson School of Business at UC Riverside Inland Empire Economic Partnership. Legislative committee for the Citrus Valley Association of Realtors. Co-founder of the Inland Empire Prayer Breakfast. Inland Empire Leadership in the City of Hope. Advisory board to the Pacific Justice Institute. Married as a wife, Joni. Together they have three children. Lots of references. Lots of creds. Um, You know, I disagree with him on the issues a lot, wholeheartedly. I do agree with him on vets. And that is yep. to support our vets 100%. This travesty of trying to claw back the bonuses they signed up for. Oh, man. Mm. Wrong, 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 wrong. Everybody's against it, really. That's not a hard one. But, um, you know, uh, that's... I'm, j- I'm just sorry you didn't have corner. the time to make it today, but it's the day before the election. And I imagine if, if Donald and Hillary are hitting about five states each today, then I can imagine what it's like even for the local people. Yeah, and they really haven't gotten any air in the room. I tell you, Donald has sucked all the earned media air out of the room. Earned media is when you get free coverage of right, your yeah. race and about an event or something. Well, nobody's like paying attention to even like Congressman Pete Aguilar or Congressman Mark Tucano. Uh, you know, nobody's paying attention to local down tickets. You know, yep. if you're running for school board or water board or something like that, people are just like you're voting. Well, try to learn a little bit, Google a little bit, get online, folks, find out what the propositions are about. We're going to talk about one here in just yes. a minute, yep. and uh, I do want to say one cred. To Joe Lyons, who is our award-winning Joe Lyons. <laughs> See, he likes it when I do that. That, that voice, award-winning Joe Lyons. I'm, I'm running out of wall space. <laughs> he won an award uh, recently uh, for the local uh, advertising council. The, the, the American Advertising Federation local chapter gave me the Media Professional of the Year, which, as, as is often said, either says a lot for me or not much for the rest of the Inland Empire. And then Mike Morrell gave him this special award, Patriots of the Past, Present, and Future. Anyway, <laughs> he got the local businessman of the year for the city of Rialto, Joe Lyons. Congratulations, wow. Joe. Congratulations. Thank you. Okay. Well, uh, you know, the time goes fast here. And like I said, <clears throat> we're expecting Assembly Member Cheryl Brown here in just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yes. But we have some important things to talk about, and that's why I brought you in. And uh, William Elmo Chucky. 
Chiochi. Chiochi. I always have trouble with your last name. I just call you Elmo. That's a Elmo. Elmo Green Meds. That's what most Elmo people... Green Meds. Good friend of mine who also is co-host of the Cannabis Corner. Yes, right here on KCAA. That's right. On Monday. Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Oh, Tuesdays, at Tuesdays at 8. Tuesdays at 8. Preempted this week by election coverage. Yes, unfortunately it will be. Sorry, but... That's uh, okay. You're, you're, you're welcome to, to time. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I mean, a little bit. Anyway, um, and we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute, our election theme coverage. Uh, we'll be, by the way, uh, we'll start on the air at 7 p.m., an hour before the polls close. We'll be giving updates throughout the day, but 7 p.m. Uh, will be full-on coverage all the way till after the polls close, 9, 9.30, 10, 10.30. They've all agreed to stay here. I'll be calling in. I'll be uh, out and roving around giving uh, out-in-the-field reports, but uh, Aaron Brinker, Tobin Brinker, um, Lacey Kendall, former oh. general manager here, will be here, and also Timothy Prince, Esquire, ah. will be here, too. And, and if you want to yeah, call in or, or chime maybe in or I'll call in from... Um, the party over for the Measure N people. Oh, I'm calling for the party on Measure N. And uh, I'll expect you to do that. It's a deal. Uh, call in about uh, maybe uh, 8.45. Okay. We the reason, Yeah, because, you know, what's going to happen here, folks, and, you know, Mike Scarpello is just a, a fantastic registrar of voters in San Bernardino County and also uh, over there, Kerry Davis over in Riverside County. Um, they'll start releasing official results for the local elections probably about 8.10, 8.15. That's their goal. That's what they want right. to do, which is in, you know, incredible. These will be the absentee ballots, the vote-by-mail ballots, basically. Uh, Riverside and San Bernardino, especially San Bernardino County, is a huge county. They have to use you know, helicopters. They have to use airplanes <laughs> uh, you know, to fly in these ballots and, and start counting them. And you know, it's only the initial things that really get announced about that time, right, Joe? Yeah. Because really they are, they're counting ballots for the next uh, 10 days. Yes. They really are. <clears throat> and some of those local races, especially the close ones, can change. You can think you go to sleep at night and, you know, you know, by golly, you think you're the winner. Right. Yeah, you right, wake right. up in the morning and you're not. They just or vice get versa. to a certain yep. county or right. city that, that had a huge difference in opinion. And right. Yeah. Well, the classic is uh, Dewey and Truman. Mm-hmm. You know, Harry Truman holding up yep. that Dewey yep. wins uh, headline. And that was, what, 60, 70 years ago? Still, Still goes happens. on today. Computers don't help any. Well, they do help. They a do little. help a little bit. <laughs> A little bit better. Um, you know, they're not riding them in on horseback anymore. That's true. You know, it's helicopters and, you know, boats. They do boat, by the way, down around the Colorado River on the California side. They do boat collection. Yep. Really? I mean, boats, trains, air, airplanes, and so automobiles. So we're still depending and, on all of this obsolete technology to, well, sure. to count our vote. I take when, the little when line. Everyone and really has the ability to do it in their pocket. That's the way it's done. You complete the arrow. <laughs> yeah, I saw this movie. It was Steve Martin and John Candy. Yeah. Trains, planes, and automobiles. There you, that was an awesome movie. You complete the little flick. arrow, and then it's counted. It's from t- yeah. I've seen these scanners, by the way. They're pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. They can take like a you know, two-foot stack of ballots, and right. they do. I mean, that cargo bay and the trucks start rolling in, and the, man, it's stacked. You know, ceiling high all around you. I've been into the, the, the registrar voters, and you know, they literally have a cage. That's a chain-link <laughs> fence cage, right, with shelves, like maybe about... 15 shelves 
floor to ceiling, you know, stacked with ballots by precinct and everything else. Right, right, right. It's like the change counter in a Vegas casino. But those little scanners, they, I mean, they'll run like a two-foot section of ballots, like, and it counts it. Mm-hmm. And you're like, how do they do that? But I guess that, that it's done pretty accurately because nobody's complained about it. And they've well, done and recounts. And double-checked by, by hand, if I'm not mistaken. Right. And the provisionals, of course, are counted last. But, you know, vote. If you if if you do not know where your precinct is and you know you're registered to vote, 777 West Rialto Boulevard. 77 West Rialto Boulevard is the default place to go until 8 o'clock. They will be closing at 8 o'clock. And unless you're in line, and they'll, you know, if you're in line and you get a little ticket, you can vote even after eight o'clock. But you know, that, that's those, the cutoff line right. to get a ticket is eight. <clears throat> right. But you'll be given a, what they call a provisional ballot if, for some reason, you go to a different precinct, right? And you want to vote, they'll get that, and they compare that you haven't voted already. They compare your signature. You know, they're really scrutinized, and they will count. They will count somewhere along the line. Now, I expect. <clears throat> and excuse me for clearing my throat. I expect that sometime around 5:30 or 6. We will start to have like there'll be this like nervous flinch mechanism and electricity in the and air. Electricity on the cable news networks. <laughs> and they pledge not to announce too early. But if one starts to even, they're going to watch each other. Yes, they are. And if one starts to call it, it's boom. They're going to all call. They're it. all going to jump on it like I like have, hyenas on a corpse. I have always right. had a problem when they come on, and they all do it. Everything from Fox to MSNBC, they all come out and say, with 1% of the ballot now in, we're projecting this is the winner. Yes. You can't do that. But, you know, it's getting easier because of, like, 70% of the ballots in San Bernardino, the city of San Bernardino, right. were mail-in ballots. Mm. Probably because people are afraid to go to the polls, but that's a terrible thing to say. It but, is. That but is. it's sad. But it's true. There's nothing you know, to be afraid of in San Bernardino. That's true. But a lot of older people have been scared <clears> to <throat> the news media. They're, they're afraid because of knuckleheads that shoot each other that don't want to shoot the old person. They're, right. They're... Right. And so, you know, <clears throat> it is that way. And I excuse me for clearing my throat. I'm coming down with some sort of a cold. Um, but they are afraid. So they said it. 70% of the mail-in ballots. Uh, and you can count those pretty fast and pretty easily. And yes. those can be counted beforehand. And so, yeah, it can be easier. There are some phenomenal things happening on the national scene. I'd like to talk about it a little bit. They, uh, first of all, uh, you know, I don't know how they get these polls so fast. Do you understand how they do this? I don't understand them and don't trust the Algorithms. Polls. Algorithms. 835 uh, or 535, uh, Nate Silver, uh, they collected like 830 uh, polls. And just from yesterday to today, I mean, those polls will sway 2, 3, 4, 5 percent. Mm-hmm. You remember about two weeks ago when Hillary was riding high by double digits. Yeah. And then James Comey came out. Just turned everything around. <laughs> James Comey came out and said, well, we have some emails that may pertain to Hillary Clinton, and we're going to investigate them. Yes. Oh, the Donald was on there. Oh, I told you, I told you, I told you. And, well, it turns out that uh, he shouldn't have sent that letter to Congress. And, in fact, James Comey said, ah, that was a letter that I wrote kind of, and he used the term, inartfully. Whatever that means, inartfully. In other words, he screwed up. He shouldn't in, have written it the way he in did. Inartfully. Inartfully. And uh, then he's been trying to backtrack and backtrack. And finally, Sunday, after a whole week, I mean, how do you unring the bell? After a whole week, James Comey, the director of the FBI, who has single-handedly ruined the credibility of the FBI right now, mm-hmm. uh, has said, "Well, we found nothing, and it's all clear." Oops. Oops. Sorry. Now, timing is everything. This happened. After the big Sunday morning talk shows, which are the pivot point mm-hmm. for all political commentary. 
When they were over, then he came out with the letter. So he's pissed off the Republicans. Uh, teed off, excuse me. Don't <laughs> beep. Are you beep. Get on that going to beep the general manager. <laughs> I'm trying not to cuss. Uh, and we're going to have Stephanie Edwards here, to, uh, Stephanie Miller, in just a minute. Uh, Stephanie Edwards announces the Rose Parade. Stephanie Miller's on at 7 a.m. here. Anyway, <laughs> big difference, I can tell you right now. But um, uh, he teed off the Republican Party, too. And you all know James Huckabee? Mm-hmm. We all know he ran well, for president. Personal, yeah, we know who he is. We know of him. Mike we know he's pretty conservative. Mike Huckabee. Mike Huckabee. Uh, as a Republican, yeah. you know, I get those names wrong all the time. Mike Huckabee, very conservative. Disagree with him on a whole lot of issues, but Mike Huckabee. Mike <laughs> Huckabee. <laughs> well, we got the first name right. <laughs> uh, rum and coke here. Uh, Mike Huckabee. <laughs> I'll even say his darn name. Uh, uh, got on, and he's talking about this. And so I want you to play this 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 clip of Mike Huckabee talking about James Comey. You know, my suggestion to James Comey: you better get a dog, because you got no friends in D.C. <laughs> left. You've made the Republicans mad, then the Democrats mad, now the Republicans again. But ultimately, you know what? You've lost the confidence of your own people in the building. Mm. Uh, they don't trust you. They believe you're a political pawn, and as a result. Uh, I, I think his credibility has uh, been turned into uh, basically a pile of dirt. Ouch. And, you know, you, you just oh. can't defend this constant oh. uh, tennis match Ouch. with the ball going back and forth. You know, one of the things that I, I don't know that this is what happened, uh, but I know when I was governor, I always appointed somebody and asked them to go ahead and write their resignation letter the day they were appointed. I'd keep it in my desk, and if I ever needed to use it, I'd already have it. Whether or not they got that out of James Comey, I don't know. But if Donald Trump is elected, that'd be my advice to him. Make sure that everybody you appoint, you get their resignation letter. Hold it over them, and if they just are unwilling to do their jobs with integrity, let them go. Oh, wow. Ouch. Wow. wow. That's, that's a big one. Yeah, it is. You, you wonder. You know, uh, FBI directors uh, serve a term, and they're appointed for a term. And I'm, it's, it's longer of, than, it's like eight years. Yeah, I'm kind of impressed. And, and it's and appointed. Who in this day and age can upset both the Democrats and the Republicans. I mean, that, that takes I'm a, not impressed at all. It, it's, you know. it's kind so, of the reverse of when you watch Judge Judy. I've always said if both parties on Judge Judy go away unhappy, she's done uh, her job. Nice argument, but the fact of the matter is that he was trying to sway an election. It's yep. very obvious he was. I mean, the man has a Trump sign in his front lawn of his house. Uh, you know, he has, you know, been uh, a Trump supporter. And so, you know, he did something that I think he should be prosecuted for by breaking the Hatch Act, which is, you know, a government employee inserting themselves into a political election. He did it in a big way. And you can't unring the bell. So, you know, that's going to be a tough thing to, to, to overcome. <clears throat> well, we had to roll off some steam uh, this weekend. And, you know, we've been promoting this, you know, sexy liberal tour. Uh-oh. Oh, we had uh, Stephanie fun. Miller. It was a fun thing. <laughs> She's been doing it all across the nation, and uh, this was her last uh, event of the tour. But then they announced they're going to do, right after the inauguration, on inauguration night, they're going to do another concert comedy tour. Um, hopefully, uh, they, 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 you know, we'll see President-elect Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, uh, this past Saturday night, uh, the Stephanie Miller show, along with KCA, hosted a live comedy tour from the Saban, or Saban Theater in Hollywood. Uh, down there on um, uh, Hollywood in, uh, I think it was uh, Melrose, it was the, the street. Uh, they, I just got driven there. The chauffeur drove me there. Oh, okay. I had a chauffeur. You had a chauffeur? Yeah, wow. But let me tell you, this was off the chain. Stephanie Miller was funny, funny, funny. She was also, uh, she can't do this regularly on the air. Okay. Because <laughs> it might be like a straight, like hitting the butt button. Not suitable We're for We're going to play just time. a little bit of it. It is hilarious. She was also there uh, with Frangelica. 
which is uh, a Francis um, Collier, and Angelica Shelton, and another comedian, John Fuglesang. Uh, we also had uh, Mike Sedbury from over at KCA was with us. Lacey Kendall was with us. Uh, a number of people <clears throat> from KCAA. Uh, tonight, they are going to be playing the movie called Sexy Liberal. And it's kind of a one-shot deal. It's an election eve thing. It's at the Galleria, Tyler. It's all over Southern California, different theaters. Mm. Uh, it's called Sexy Liberal. And you can go see that tonight. It's fun. You can get tickets by just logging on to sexyliberal.com. Sexyliberal.com. Well worth it. Let's play a little bit of that. And she worked here illegally. So I guess that means we're going to have to... We're just blowing off steam here. <laughs> speech at the RNC, though, didn't you? Hello. I am Melania Trump and four score, and seven years ago... The theater was packed. ...brought forth upon this continent and said, ask not what your country can do for you, <laughs> but what you can do for your country and be... Also, too, have nothing to fear but kill itself. <laughs> and it is again to be morning in America. <laughs> this is the shining city on a hill. <laughs> this is the Gorbachev to talk to them at all. <laughs> I like that one. Can you tell that was me? And also, I determinate the deficit. <laughs> That's just a little bit of Stephanie Miller there. Uh, I wish we could play more of it, but we did Facebook Live, and I'll post it on kcaradio.com and also on our KCA Facebook. You can find it. And uh, we, we did a little bit of Stephanie's routine. We did a little bit of Frangelica, which is uh, Francis and Angelica. Uh, and then we did uh, uh, Mr. John Fuglesang. And then also we had um, a, a, an artist that uh, is Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Wow. And Stills came on, and they played some music that was just incredible, too. So mm. it was a great, great, great evening. Um, and we'll play more of that, uh, and you can watch more of it. But tonight, you can see the whole thing. Just go to sexyliberal.com. I guarantee you'll get tickets. And you can go over to the Galleria Theater, uh, the brand-new theater, kind of new, over there on Tyler at the Tyler Mall. And it, it's uh, a really nice theater. So uh, go see it. Go take advantage of it. Release your own steam, as they say. It is about 3.30, Joe. Yep. And uh, we're going to go into a break here in just a second because I believe we have Assembly Member Cheryl Brown on the line. We're going to do a short break. We're going to come back, and we're going to talk to uh, Assembly Member Cheryl Brown, and then we're going to talk about your issues right after that. Ooh. All right. KCA, 10.50 a.m., 106.5 FM. And? 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 One. Oh, 2.3 FM as of about an hour ago, live on the air. A brand new radio station has been born right here on Election Eve, KCAA 1050, 106.5. And Joe, what is it? Oh, the new one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me go check. And, uh, it's 102.3. 102.3 FM. Take it away, Brandon. San Bernardino, Loma Linda, Rialto listens to KCAA Radio. 
State Senator Mike Morell is committed to putting principles over politics. After owning a business for 25 years, Mike Morell ran for office with four goals. Oppose policies that drive up our already high cost of living, hold government accountable, keep our communities safe, and stop Sacramento politicians from diverting money away from our classrooms, roads, and highways. Mike Morell ran a business. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Just paid college tuition and worked to be prudent with the money he earned. Mike Morrell has and will continue to work for you in the same effective and efficient manner. The election is about much more than who will be president. We will have the opportunity to decide who we send to represent us on our local school boards all the way to state senate. And our nation's founders remind us America is the first country in history to be founded upon the right to vote and choose who leads our government on November 8th. Exercise your right to vote. And while you're there, vote Mike Morrell for State Senate. I'm Mike Morrell and I approve this message. Paid for by the Mike Morrell for State Senate 2016 campaign. Join Robert Porter and myself, Elmo Greenmeads, every Tuesday night at 8 for Cannabis Corner. Brought to you by I Love San Bernardino Productions and Greenmed Entertainment. KCAA Radio, keeping cannabis awareness awesome. On 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and online. Cheryl Brown, considered by many as an independent, common-sense Assemblywoman. What Assemblywoman Cheryl Brown really does is simply put our community first. She believes in unity. Cheryl Brown believes that when we work together, we can do great things for our community. Unlike Cheryl Brown's opponent who falsely attacks her record and divides our community, Cheryl Brown has run a campaign focused on issues and unity in the Inland Empire. Cheryl Brown has helped invest millions in our public schools, provide tax credits for our small businesses, and raise the minimum wage, all while balancing the state budget. Cheryl Brown is proudly supported by every mayor in the 47th Assembly District. The California Police Chiefs Association and the California Small Business Association all support Cheryl Brown. She has the support of hundreds of community leaders and organizations. Vote to re-elect Cheryl Brown to our state assembly. Paid for by Cheryl R. Brown for Assembly 2016. KCAA Radio, Loma Linda, where no listener is ever left behind. The trifecta of talk radio. 10.50 a.m., 106.5 FM, and as of about 50 minutes ago, a brand new radio station. 102.3 FM is now on the air in Riverside County. We are so proud. We are so excited. Uh, there are three radio stations all broadcasting to you right now. And we worked hard, and we've been up on the mountain, and we've been working hard, and, and just... Uh, Wow, we're just so excited about that. It, it's big news. And the election, the election. Oh my gosh, it's less than 24 hours away so, now. Relief, relief. <laughs> it's like taking a Tums. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see what the turnout is tomorrow because these early elections have been creating long lines all across the country. I wonder if there's going to be anybody left for tomorrow. I don't know. You know, well, a lot of people don't have to. Do it. I'm sit- sitting here with Joe Lyons, who's my co-host, uh, extraordinaire. Also, uh, William Elmo. 
Chihachi? Chiochi. 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 Who's uh, uh, you know here? We're going to be talking about his issues after we uh, speak with Assemblywoman Cheryl Brown. I want to tell you folks that uh, we got a, a very good honor and fortunate to have uh, a great representative here in uh, this Assembly District. Assemblymember Cheryl Brown was elected to the California State Legislature uh, in 2012 to represent California's 47th Assembly District. Uh, the district is located in the heart of San Bernardino County, right where we cover, and includes Colton, Fontana, Grand Terrace, Rialto, San Bernardino, and lots of unincorporated communities like Bloomington and Muscoy. And uh, prior to her election in the legislature, uh, Assemblymember Cheryl Brown served on the San Bernardino County City and Planning Commissions for 17 years. Uh, she has great achievements, including... Uh, the uh, first mining ordinance in San Bernardino County and directed Auto Club Speedway through the environmental review process. And during her tenure as a commissioner, she was elected president of the California County Planning Commissioners Association. Privilege and honor. There's lots of things I could read here. Assemblywoman Cheryl Brown, welcome. Ooh, thank wow. you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you for that wonderful introduction. It's well, very, very... Uh, <laughs> I want to take a ball of time on me, though. Well, uh, you are the so first elected as, um, official to be interviewed at KCAA 102.3 FM. Oh, I love history. Yeah. That's fantastic. You made history That's just fantastic. now. Mm. The first elected <laughs> official to be interviewed on KCAA 102.3 FM, which just went on the air like 55 minutes ago. Uh, 102, okay. 102.3. It's the Riverside County end of things. Uh, you, uh-huh. know, you can hear it in San Bernardino. You can hear it a little bit in Rialto, uh, but you know, it mostly goes towards Temecula, Marietta, Corona, Riverside County. We own it now. And so that's a great big expansion. We're just thrilled. But you know, let's talk about what's going on here. You must be like on pins and needles a little bit just because the relief of it. I mean, we're all stressing out about the national races and it's sucking yeah. the air out of the room, but we want to talk about local races here. How's your campaign going? My campaign is going fine. Um, we have a really great operation. We have a great operation, and um, we are working very hard. I just came back from walking a couple of neighborhoods here, and we've been walking, phoning, and doing all of the things that you do when you have a great professional operation. Yeah, so, uh, Yeah, and you've got a pretty good uh, operation. Now, is your campaign headquarters in Rialto or, or in San Bernardino? Yeah, the headquarters is, uh, is in Rialto, mm-hmm. and um, it's the 140 uh, Rialto Avenue right off of Riverside. Mm-hmm. And um, we have, like I said, a great uh, a team here. That is a real team effort. Thank you for and saying I, Rialto. I've been trying to correct Mark for the last six months. It's Rialto or Rialto, the Twin Cities, you'd name it. <laughs> oh, anyway, you want. Okay. I'm sorry, Assemblymember Brown. But, Thank you, Joe. <laughs> yes. I see you everywhere. I saw you last week. You were at the uh, the airport transition. The week before, you were at the uh, renaming of the Rialto Senior Center. Uh, you make a point of, besides political appearances, community appearances are important, aren't they? You know, that's really important to me. Um, The community is where I come from, and the community is who I represent. So whenever, you know, if there's even a birthday party, sometimes you'll find that I'm there. (laughs) And that's because I'm their assembly member, and they need to know that I am in the community for them. You know, some people... uh, run because they want to serve themselves and other people like you, Cheryl Brown, assembly member Cheryl Brown, uh, run because you want to support others and, and serve others, and that's a good thing. That reflects, you've got a lot of groups and organizations uh, supporting you. Uh, who are the, some of those yeah. groups? 
Oh my gracious! Some of the groups that are yeah. supporting me, some of the organizations, uh, I've got fire support. I've got I've got police support. I've got uh, Norma Torres, Pete Aguilar, uh, Kamala Harris. I have uh, most of the members. Uh, uh, Speaker Anthony Vendon. Um, locally, I have every elected official, every mayor who's elected in our, every in mayor. our community. I heard that. Every, every mayor. mayor, every single mayor, without exception, in cities in San Bernardino right. County support you. That's uh-huh. and that's most, that says and a most lot. city council members. Uh-huh. And most I have of the, the highest number of people supporting me that are local. Now, um, of, of anyone in the race. I know Mayor Robertson in uh, Rialto is a very good friend of yours, so of course she would support yes. you. But next door in Fontana, uh, Mayor Aquinetta Warren is, uh, although you would think that, that the three of you would be like sisters together, she's a Republican. Does she support you? Of course. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we, wow. live in, we, live, we live in an area, we live in a community that you can't afford to just support one group of people. I mean, that is, whenever I am in Sacramento, we have to work across the aisle to get things done. Right. And so I cut through, what Aquanetta says about me is I cut through partisanship to find solutions that work for the 47th Assembly District. Mm -hmm. Well, as a good Assembly member, you certainly have to cut through it, that's for sure. (laughs) But I get it. You're right, you're right. And and see, I I put the district first, and whenever I put the people that I represent first, then things things change <laughs> whenever whenever well, someone comes in my office. I say, how does this affect the 47th Assembly District? If you want me to support their bill or whatever it is, how does that affect my constituents? Because you support I'm everyone. I'm known for that. You support right. everyone, not just these that. and ours, mm-hmm. but everyone. And that's right, what you everyone. should do. That's what you should do. Sometimes you, can, you get some backlash. You cannot, that, you cannot live in this world, and especially anywhere. If you're not working with in unity with other people, absolutely. <clears throat> and working with them means that sometimes uh, you have to stand up and say what's best for your state because you do represent the state as well. Right. Mm-hmm. What's best for your community? And sometimes and that's what I do all the time. Uh, you know, special interest groups want you to take a vote one way or the other, and sometimes mm-hmm, you can't mm-hmm. do that. You you just have to 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 stand up and say, okay, this is the right thing to do. And uh, certainly uh, you've shown the courage to do that. Uh, I'm sure you've gotten some ridicule from that. I've heard it. We're not going to bring it up, of course. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, and that's the sad part is that people think that you can go to Sacramento and just support one ideolo- ideology. It's just not the way Sacramento works. No. Or it's not the way the world works. Right. But those are people who are very short-sighted. You know, I believe there's only 80 assembly members in Sacramento. There's, that's uh, it. And then, and then there's, you know, that's 80 legislators, period, total, between Senate right. and Assembly. Well, no, there's 120 together because there's 80 in the Assembly, 40 in the uh, Senate. Oh, that's right. I lost my numbers, mm-hmm. lost my head there for mm-hmm. a little oh. while since I had to quote that. Um, and, you know, uh, they pretty much, it's a Democratic uh, legislature. It's a Democratic, uh, you know, uh, you know, every office holder in the state of California, from governor down to the insurance commissioner, are Democrats still, and and you yeah. know uh, I think there's about 23 Republicans in the whole legislature. But you know what? You have to recommend and, and you have to recognize that they represent areas that have needs too, and so sometimes oh, yeah. yeah you you have to do that. Um, now you know as you work through things, I'm sure that there are some, you know things that are more near and dear to your heart 
some goals, some <laughs> issues. Tell us a little oh, bit about yeah. that. Tell us what's your number one issue when you get reelected uh, uh, in a November My 9th. number one issue. Oof, there are several number one issues. Job okay, we'll let you have that. <laughs> <laughs> Job creation is really important. Important. You know, whenever I, um, uh, two years ago, I reduced the unemployment in the city of San Bernardino by 3% just by doing some back, just kind of by doing some um, uh, kind of talking to the people that needed to be talked to, writing the letters that needed to be written, and jobs opened up so that San Bernardino has that many more jobs the school district, for the school district. Absolutely. Um, Bottom line, jobs. Another, yeah, right. another issue is we've got to uh, increase startup businesses. We've got to look at what we can do to support the businesses that we already have and then look at what we can do to increase startup business. We have um, people that are aging um, and they are selling their businesses just like over, um, what's the name of that business over on Baseline? They've been in business for over 50 years. Um, fun Corner? The Fun Corner. Yeah, Fun yeah. Corner. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're going out of business. I know. No one wanted to take that business over or buy that business. So Be- that's a People aren't having That's fun a real anymore. Big issue. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's that we have to create a climate that is friendly to business, mm-hmm. that, that businesses can thrive in. And, and in that area, right. on that block, they tore down on the side of their street every single building around every- them. They're literally sitting in a dirt field. Hmm. And, right. and that's wrong, and that was the wrong thing to do. They had a really nice theater. They should have worked at that uh, called the Studio Theater that they tore down. And then there were uh-huh. some little, small, little businesses. I don't exactly remember what was in them. They were coming and going and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But the city didn't get but, in. But those are, <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Yeah, those are things um, that we'll be dealing with. On I'm on Jetty. That's jobs, the uh, economic development, and the economy. Mm-hmm. And so we'll be dealing with those job creation kinds of ideas and um, entrepreneurs and so forth and so on. But well, the other big issue for me is that I'm chair of aging and long-term care. And I believe that we've got to do something. A thousand people a day are turning 65. And that's going to happen for the next over 12 years. That's every single day in the state of California only. What a statistic. What a st- you brought in some money into the district about that, didn't you? I believe I heard some millions of dollars uh, was associated yes, with that. Yes, we brought in $3 million for caregivers, resource centers, and um, we brought in money for uh, the Meals on Wheels. Uh, we brought in money for uh, different things that affect seniors. And then a little bit of a bump in their um, COLA. Well, but before, I want a permanent cola. I want a permanent cola that um, we cost can... Cost of living um, adjust, yeah. adjustment, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah, cost of living adjustment that um, seniors can get so that they'll come up above the poverty line or to the poverty line. Our seniors are below poverty. So tomorrow's election day. below poverty because, <clears throat> huh? Tomorrow's election day. And, yeah. you know, if people want to get on and find out more about you, um, as you know, we have to, to move on a little bit because we got uh, some uh, uh, commercials and stuff we got to do. But, um, oh, okay. No, that's all right. I want you to stick around <laughs> just for a second. She's so, so polite. Yeah. I love Cheryl Brown. She's so polite. And I, I really do like that. It's such, such a nice thing to have. Um, but, you know, I want to let people know you're a small business owner for 30 years. You and your husband, yeah. Hardy Brown, ha- uh, have Hardy Brown Publishing Company. And it's the Black Voice News. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. so you know what it's like to be a small business person. Uh, 
Um, I don't say you'll know what she's like to be a senior, but I, I think I'm getting close to it myself. And <laughs> you'll wake up one morning and find out it happened. Trust me, I've been there. But if people want to find out more about your um, campaign, uh, or do some research before they vote, or maybe even get on okay. and click donate, because even after oh. the election, you know, uh, where would they go? Right. Is there they a website? Would go to, yes, there's a website, and it's www. Hold on one second. Let me look to be sure. Oh, Our I website is www.votesherylbrown.com. VoteCherylBrown.com. VoteCherylBrown.com. Thank you so much, Assembly Member Cheryl Brown, for being on with us and being the first historic person on 102.3. Wow. Oh, I'm I'm writing that down. I love making history. (laughs) Good. Assembly Member Cheryl Brown, running uh, in the 47th Assembly District, Democrat, uh, incumbent, extraordinaire. Thank you very much, Cheryl. Thank you, Mark, so much. I appreciate it, and Joseph. All right, we're going to take a quick little 30-second break, Brandon, and we'll be right back with more of Community Crossroads on KCA 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and 102.3 FM. KCAA, where every day is a great day. The Election Office of San Bernardino County reminds you, if you're voting by mail, be sure you get your ballots in on time. Those ballots need two first-class stamps, and they need to be postmarked on or before Election Day, November 8th. Of course, you can deliver your ballot to any one of 57 mail drop-off locations or one of five early voting sites or any one of the 405 polling places on Election Day. You'll find other voting information at svcountyelections.com. KCAA reminds you to vote. And remember... Two first-class stamps. You're listening to KCAA, your good neighbor along the way. KCAA, 1050 AM and 106.5 FM. We've been talking with electeds all season long, congressmen, assembly members, senators, uh, people running for local elections. Uh, never had the opportunity to talk to Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton, but, you know, hey, that's because we're the local NBC affiliate. But right now we want to talk about some issues, and in particularly because we sit right here in the heart of San Bernardino land, and there's some city ordinances in the city of San Bernardino. Oh, yes. A, B, C, D, L. M-N-O-P or something like that. N-O and P are particularly pertaining to um, cannabis. That's right. And that's why we have the foremost, utmost <laughs> expert I don't know on if I'd call that, but... Locally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll qualify it. Welcome, Elmo. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. So which one should we start with first? Um, which one do you want to start with? Which one... You want to well, take them alphabetically? Crazy, you want to take them? Let's take them alphabetically. <laughs> Spend a little bit of time. One of them I didn't like is because you have to farm by region or something like that, which is crazy because of the water, some crazy thing like that. Uh, but let's talk about, okay, A, B, C, D, L? Uh, measure L, that's the charter. Right. I'm against it. Um, Don't, vote so, no. Yeah, vote no on Measure L. Keep the charter. Um, the charter that we're under led San Bernardino to receive All-American City. Well, you don't want to give up your right to vote, number one. That's a big, important thing. There have been some good things accomplished, and, you know, there's some tweaking that needs to happen, but you don't want to do wholesale change like that, especially when, okay, I'm going to say it, I'm going to put it out there, the innately non-talented city council and mayor that we have right now wants to be the architects of our city. No. The the, the big question (laughs) to ask is, who in this city is the foremost authority on the city charter? 
Okay. Uh, give me a, an answer that I, you think is. City Attorney Penman. Well, this is true. Even though he's a polarizing uh, he's He's guy. polarized himself from a lot of voters, but he is the authority on this issue. And it's amazing. It's like James Comey. We were talking about that at the commercial break. And this is an idea. This is a good example of somebody who's appointed that sometimes works for some other people they shouldn't be working exactly. for. Exactly. Like the city of Bell. Remember Bell? Oh, yes. With all of the people making more money than you and I together. Yeah. And and God probably too. Yeah. And that's because of they were appointed. And, and so, you know, we really need not to have that. We need to take a step back. This wholesale restructuring where, where you know, the city attorney, the city treasurer, and the city clerk... Uh, all appointed. Did I leave any office out of there? Um, well, it's going to yeah. keep going as keep going, if going we on. let it happen. Right. <clears throat> and so, you know, I am somebody who supported Measure M way back in the day and supported Pat Morris. But at this particular junction, I'm on the same side with Tim Prince and Jim Penman. Prince and Penman on the same side. Imagine that. Check mm. the temperature in hell. Okay? But the fact of the matter is it might be frozen right now. They're very, very much Opposes. Also, Tim Prince and the AFL-CIO, uh, we know that they fight to get a lot. Lori Stalnecker and Tim Prince on the same side. And I'm on the same side, too, of all of those that say no one else. San Bernardino, my hometown. I know every street, every crevice, every crack. I, You know, San Bernardino was on my resume like five or six times because of the different schools I went to. And I got to tell you, I'm very concerned about this, this city I love, San Bernardino, which can be an all-American city again. Yes. All right. No one else. Next. Um, o? O. O is, in my opinion, a monopolistic power mm-hmm. move from out-of-town interests that, that are trying to take advantage of the, the climate in San Bernardino pertaining cannabis regulation. Right. They came in. They, they put a lot of money into their campaign, into their signature gathering. Mm-hmm. And when you really read their initiative, it only... It, it actually limits where dispensaries can open by the parcel number. So so it's already planned out who's going to benefit yeah. from this. And, and obviously somebody has some special interest there. Yes. And we're going to do a little switch up here. Uh, Joe Lyons, who is not the foremost expert on cannabis and maybe not even an imbibed ever in his life, <laughs> is, is probably going to step out of the studio. And I'm going to bring in uh, one of our co-hosts, Nelson Goins. A pseudo-expert on who's cannabis. A pseudo-expert <laughs> on cannabis. Uh, Nelson, Elmo, Elmo, Green Man's How Nelson you doing? I've seen you at a few events. And so. uh, uh, Nelson's uh, uh, working. Uh, uh, I can give you creds a little bit, can I? Uh, working yeah, on the sorry, staff. Yeah, sorry. No, I, I'm I'm working, helping out with a uh, Congressman Connors campaign. Um, I'm from San Bernardino. I've worked on Congressman Aguilar's, um, and I've tried more or less to follow uh, Prop 64 closely. Awesome. So, and I'm a little outraged at what San Bernardino um, has done in precedent for the proposition most likely going to be passed, especially with the tax uh, that we could get in the city. So we're talking about city. O, and we're defining O right now. Okay. And O right now is the one I was talking about, referring to about like. Where in the world can you grow your cannabis plants? That, that's the worst of, of the three local initiatives, Measure O. Like I said, that's just a monopolistic power move from and an out-of-town organization. This is a very permanent, per- pertinent uh, you know, conversation to have because, why? Nelson, do you think 64 is going to pass? I'm, I'm fairly certain. I yeah. looked the poll numbers, so. Right, 64, you know, 53% mm-hmm. of Californians. Yes. Uh, say that no, Prop 64, that's the Adult Use of Marijuana Act. That, right. that is not medical. That doesn't really have to do with the local initiatives. That's um, UMA or something yes, like that. Yes, AUMA, yeah. Prop 64, Adult Use of Marijuana Act, that would uh, 
allow adult use 21 and over, much like uh, cigarettes and alcohol. So a lot of what, what's happening here is very pertinent. You know, oh, uh, do you favor O or against No, o? no, that's the worst. That's the, the worst, worst of them. <laughs> that's the worst. Worst. So W-O-R-S-T. <laughs> um, uh, don't vote for that one. N, measure N. Okay. That is a locally backed initiative that limits the amount of cannabis licenses to 20 within the city. And it creates... Uh, um, 20? 20. Wait a minute. There's like 230,000 people here. Are, are you referring to cannabis licenses as they are now or cannabis licenses as they will be well, after? Because currently the city of San Bernardino has a ban. Right. So there's three local initiatives um, to regulate cannabis, medical cannabis within okay. the city. Um, we Get went a little over, closer to the mic. Okay. We went over yeah. O. We're speaking on N, which is um, created by locals. And it, it allows for 20 licenses. More can be expanded in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way that it zones, it keeps everything away from residential areas mm-hmm. without necessarily being cast out into the 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 boonies. You know? <laughs> right. So so you have mixed use areas. That's where some people have concerns thinking like along E Street where you could have maybe a marijuana business and then a block over is residential and, and so some people don't like that. Um, Which is understand I mean uh, in, in all fairness that's understandable. It, in uh, fairness it's sort of understandable. Uh, well I, I mean you wouldn't you wouldn't want you wouldn't want it being next to a, perhaps a toy store or a Exactly. Uh, so there there are things to be considerate of. Well like in Prop 64 they consider those things like edibles that would be attractive to young children that's yes. outlawed you know that where you can that's also considered in 64. Well well a lot of these things though they have kind of backwards thinking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We don't want to have cannabis infused um, edibles that are appealing to children, like gummy bear-shaped, you know, marijuana. But those appeal to me. <laughs> those appeal to a lot of adults. That's right. They they truly do. I like gummy bears. And and at the same time, the FDA has approved um, mm-hmm. ADHD medicine, Ritalin. In, in gummy form, they've they've approved oxycontin for children as young as 11. No kidding. So so when we're thinking about drugs in children, mm-hmm. we we really have this skewed idea of what we're talking about. Well, yeah. I think what's more pertinent to San Bernardino is that they're they're doing a lot to restrict it, and it's we should be focusing on what what more we can do to embrace it and yes. do it smartly. That way we can take the tax tax revenue and move our city forward as a whole, not just exactly That's responsible, focusing. too. Right. That, that's the big thing. So, again, is, what is your, your position on N? N is, in my, in my opinion, the best of the three local initiatives. Okay, so you're in favor of N? Or you're I'm in favor vote? of N. I'm voting yes on N. Or how about P? Now let's get to P. P is created by the city attorney's office, actually, is the city's... Now that's the one where they say, okay, because of the water, we don't want you... Get this. To farm in North San Bernardino <laughs> in the rich area because there's no water up there and you have to pump it uphill. We want it all to be done in southern San Bernardino. So, so there's some some goofiness. But my big problem with the city's initiative is that the way that it's worded is that it can be voted on tomorrow, mm-hmm. accepted, and never implemented. 
that the say city that again. Say that it, again. It can never be. It, it can even though the voters approved it. It can be approved and never implemented. This the city reserves the right to alter and amend at any time as how how they see fit. That's just wrong. A vote and, is the direction of the citizens of the community. It should be always listened to. Exactly. So so with the the climate and the way that the city has responded to cannabis issues in the past, I don't trust them. Mm-hmm. So you're against P? Or I'm for? against P. So the only one to vote for out of the whole bunch yes. is N. Is N. That's simple. And on 64. And on 64. And on okay. 64. Yes yeah. on 64. Yes on N. <laughs> and yes on 64. And yes on 64. And the rest of them take a hike. Maybe. Maybe. Vote your heart. I'm not going to tell everyone how to vote. Oh, you're too wish wish. And saying no <laughs> on too many things might dilute the water. Mm-hmm. Does any of them, like uh, the highest one, take precedence? That's what it is. The highest one wins. The highest one wins. They can all win? No. There's three separate measures on the ballot, yes. but they can't all win. No. The See, one with the most votes wins. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. That's very, very interesting. So it's and, and, and as far as I understand, the one with the most votes, as long as it outweighs the nose. So let me give our <laughs> San Marino listeners how to vote. Vote incredible. 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 That's your little, uh, what do they call that? Uh, in, in, in college, they used to see that all the a time. Monomic? I have no idea. Yeah, a monomic, yeah. Vote incredible, right? You know, L no, which means no one else. <laughs> there you go. Worst is O. Yep. There's an O in worst. And incredible, yes. Incredible, incredible yes. Incredible, yes. And P. Pisha. <laughs> there you go. And yes on 64. Okay, I think... Uh, I, I would say to any voter out there is 64 will pass. And so vote according to how we can use 64 to benefit our city and not to how we can make people give, give another reason to why they don't want to come to San Bernardino. Um, exactly. So vote according to a way that will propel our city forward and not a way that we're looking back in the past. Okay, well, it's been a very interesting conversation today. Uh, thank you very much, thank Nelson, you for, having for coming in at the last minute. Uh, we're not just a couple more minutes here to come. And, of course, uh, about this very important issue. It's a crucial issue to California, yes. and especially the San Bernardino, because we're being responsible in how we're going to handle 64. I also want to thank uh, Assemblymember Cheryl Brown, who was on the air with us. Uh, sorry that we missed uh, State Senator Mike Morrell, but uh, uh, we did a little bit uh, of explanation there. And, of course, we were talking about Stephanie Miller tonight. Don't miss it. Sexy Liberal. SexyLiberal.com, an incredible show over at the Galleria at Tyler and Riverside. Thank you for including us in that, Stephanie. And election night coverage tomorrow night beginning at 7 p.m. right here on KCAA with Aaron Brinker, Tobin Brinker, Lacey Kendall, and uh, me and Joe. And uh, also, we have a fourth person who I'm totally forgetting. Tim Prince. Tim, Tim Prince. Prince. And Wilmo. Will, Will, Elmo. Elmo. Wilmo. You can't Elmo. say none of my names. <laughs> we'll be here, too. And I'll be reporting in live from the Pete Aguilar uh, campaign uh, over at the VFW in San Bernardino. And Veterans for Foreign Wars will be recovering this and covering this, recovering from the election <laughs> as well, all night long here on KCAA, 106.5 FM, 1050 AM, and now, as of about one hour, 102.3 FM. Yay! Write it down, lock it in. The trifecta of talk is here and arrived on Election Eve. Thanks, Brandon. This is Mark Westwood saying so long. Take care and vote. Vote. Go vote. vote. Hillary Clinton.